0: Good evening. This is Victoria with Dream Dogs. And this is our weekly webinar. Well, we're not having one next week. So it's our almost weekly webinar. And uh, it is live on Facebook on Tuesday nights at 5.30pm on our Dream Dogs, Central Florida Dog Training Facebook page. Uh, And then we also uploaded onto our podcast called How to Train Your Service Dog. We also uploaded onto YouTube, uh, which really helps uh, the members of our community who are hard of hearing but can read lips. So that's one of the reasons why we upload and we do it all three ways. One is, you know, for that segment of the population of the segment who likes to just see me. One is for the ones who like to do this in the car and just hear me. And ones are for, you know, the people who want to get involved with it, who have the time to sit and join us every week, uh, ask questions, you know, make comments. It's super fun. So this week we have a few different things that we're going to be talking about. Uh, We have... Your service dog is in heat now, what? (laughs) Uh, How much free help and being positive? Those are our three topics that I plan on touching on this week. So uh, you guys have any comments? Go ahead and write them in the comments if you're on the Facebook Live. Hi, Carolyn. I was just talking about Roma today. We had to groom Zoe. Uh, Zoe's my old border collie. She's 13 or 14 years old. We've had her for 10 years and she was an adult when we got her. And she needs shaved two to three times a year her fur comes in really thick and she gets these butt crusties right she gets these hot spots on there so whenever we see those starting we make sure that we shave her so we got shaved today and we got to get the clippers out and the scissors out and uh, the girl i was doing it with was very impressed by all my stuff all my grooming stuff and i'm like well you know we have the clippers but i got the the cordless clippers when we have roma and the scissors when we had roma so i said i was all set for poodles (laughs) and we use it on the border collie (laughs) Aroma just finished being in heat. Okay, I was wondering, yeah, she should have been done. Perfect. I'm hoping Gypsy's done for Friday, at least done with the active bleeding parts because we fly out on Friday for my my dog training school next week. So uh, that's the first thing we're going to talk about is your service dog is in heat. Now, why is your service dog in heat? So let's go back and talk a little bit. So some people, some vets, some breeders recommend pediatric spays. So sometimes when your dog comes home at eight weeks old, they're already spayed or neutered. Now, what's the difference here is spay is for girl dogs and neuter is for boy dogs, okay? Boy dogs are commonly referred to as dogs. Girl dogs are bitches, okay? So it's not a naughty, naughty word. It's what they're called. So you can say it, but you shouldn't giggle when you say it, okay? So they... um, They come into heat usually around six to eight months old and then every six to eight months for the rest of their life, okay? Uh, And during that time they're fertile, but guess what? Their heat is like three weeks long. And it's called heat, it's not called a period in a dog, but you can call it that if you really, really want to. Uh, So their heat's like three weeks long and they bleed for the first week or two. And then they're smelling good for the boy dogs. Now, Gypsy is in heat. Rome is in heat because we have plans to breed them in the future, not together because they're both girls. Um, but we have times to we have we have plans to breed them. Now, when we got Gypsy, Gypsy, uh, I had Arrow. So Arrow was four and a half years old ish, four four and a half when we got Gypsy, right? And he was already fully trained as my service dog. So the idea was to get Gypsy, train her up as a backup service dog, so I can interchange them. And then I could, we could breed Gypsy as the start of our service dog breeding program, right? I always tell everybody golden lab or poodle. I like goldens. We got the poodle. Uh, but but that's, that was the idea was for the three weeks that she's in heat. And then uh, if, whenever it was time to get her knocked up, right? It is a, about a two-month gestation and then two months more to wean the puppies. So that means whenever uh, at least three weeks twice a year that she's going to be out of commission if we don't breed her. Um, And then if she does get knocked up, that's four months that she's out of commission. Now, if you're using a female intact service dog as your only service dog, that's nigh on impossible. right? But like I said, the idea was that Arrow would be there while she was out of commission. And then he passed away in December at six years old, something we weren't expecting to happen for at least four to six more years. You know, we figured we'd get out of him. You know, he was healthy as can be. What I told people is he looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger and a week and a half later, he looked like Bill Clinton does now. And Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime versus Bill Clinton now, right? Like he went from big and strong and, you know, to like weak and ugh. So, um, and any Clinton lovers, you know, like he just, he looks terrible. He does. Um, so we, I'm not, I'm without a service dog right now because Gypsy's in heat. So when we've gone places, you know, luckily we have a few service dogs in training and so we'll grab those, but it's always nice to have a, a service dog who is experienced in what to do whenever you're going places. For example, at Disney, it's nice to bring an experienced service dog with us uh, to help if the other dog's a little bit unsure, hesitant, insecure, overwhelmed, right? That they have a friend there and that it's all good. So Gypsy usually does that. And we, you know, I'm going away on Friday, um, 2.22, and I'm returning Sunday, March 3rd. So I'm gonna be gone for almost a week and a half, about 10 days. And she was coming with me, you know, it's, it's, um, Bart Bell and silver school. So it's all book and classroom learning. It's no hands-on with dogs. So I was talking with them and I told them, I said, can I bring my service dog? And they said, Oh yeah, Colleen, go ahead and ask questions. Um, they said, yeah, not a problem. Go ahead and bring your service dog. And then my service dog has the gall to come into heat two weeks before I go. So I said, okay, here's the new stuff. You know, my service dog came into heat. Can I still bring her? And, uh, you know, I said, hopefully she'll be done bleeding by then. And they said, yes, you can still bring her. It's not a problem. Now, why did I ask? Because it's at a dog training facility. If I just showed up with my intact female, and there's a bunch of intact males that are going to be around and using that area, and Gypsy's peeing there, she's going to be leaving some good smells that are going to be distracting the dogs, right? And that's just, it's rude. It's rude to just assume whenever you have a female who could be bleeding now we do have panties here I have one here these are actually a little big the other ones I have are a little small so it's like Goldilocks right I can't get the right size but there's a a tail hole Um, and you put it on her now the problem is we put it on her I'm so excited she was going to actually do a short outing with it and see how it goes and she went outside and peed in her underwear in her panties it wasn't fun, and it was messy, and it was gross. So here's what happens because this is her second time in heat. She came into heat over the summer. She seems to get hot spots right before she comes into heat. I guess it's the change in hormones. Um, so that could be a nice indicator for me that you know she's coming into heat. Uh, but she stays home. Uh, we mop the floor. <laughs> uh, first time we had her in her crate quite a bit. Uh, now she's well, she's lying in the hall. Um, She goes in and out. We Do we have any intact males here right now? I don't think we do. Um, But when she first came into heat, Arrow was intact. And then we had four other intact males in the house. We had a total, I think, five intact males in the house and a few other dogs. And that was super fun. So, you know, we had to make sure that if Arrow was outside, Gypsy was inside. But it's, like I said, it's a lot easier now because we don't have any intact males. And Some females go through, just like female humans, right? When that time of the month comes, uh, they can be a little bit snarky and not themselves. Okay, so if that is your dog, your bitch, don't take her out in public during that time. Keep training easy during that time. Don't push your dog. If your dog's having a really heavy period or shedding a lot or whatever, you know, you have to put your dog first. That's the idea of having a service dog. It's not about putting yourself first, it's about putting your dog first. So I am gonna bring her with me. We've got six pair of underwear panties, so hopefully she won't even need them. She's gonna get a bath and a clean up down there on um, probably Thursday, get a brush out and get her nails done tomorrow and then get a bath on Thursday and see how she is for Friday. Um, But I tell you, it has been a weird two weeks. Hi, honey. Um, It has been a weird two weeks without taking Gypsy. And she's kind of sad she doesn't get to go with us. Uh, And she is because she kind of comes to the door and she's like, what do you mean you're not bringing me? And it's not her fault. But, you know, she doesn't get to come. And Zoe's too old. And Rue, we could probably, but Rue needs some brush up on his training. So that's one of the reasons, too, why we're waiting on Mal puppy to come. So we have a deposit down on a male Malinois from Ivan Balabanov uh, from one of his breedings. So fingers crossed, I have not heard anything, um, but I, I keep checking, um, I keep checking Facebook. They have different groups for Malinois, different groups for Dobermans, because I love Midas who's in, and I'm like, Mala Doberman would be so much fun. I need to breed those. So I just, I need to get my puppies so I can focus, right? Okay. Um. Terry says intact males are at dog shows and need to be able to ignore any bitches in heat. This includes obedience, agility, et cetera. I would assume IPO and others also allow. They do. Um, so usually the intact females go last from what I understand. And so Era was an intact male until he was a little over six and then we neutered him and then he died six months later. Um, but he... He always ignored intact females. You know, we would have them at the training center. He would ignore them while we were working. He'd play with them in the yard and he wouldn't try to hump them a mountain. You know, like he was amazing. Um, but I didn't want any ugly puppies. So that's why we neutered him. Um, so Terry also says put panty liners inside the panties, remove the panties for potty breaks. Been there. Yeah. I didn't think she was going to pee. She had just peed and she ran outside. I was going to show someone her her pretty panties and she decided to pee. And Maddie said that was the main reason she chose a male instead of a female. She already dealt with her period. She didn't want to deal with two. I don't blame you, Maddie. So uh, yeah, I had a friend, um Kayla, she was our trainer, and now she's a vet in the military, and she bred Doberman's and she imported this gorgeous boy, Boris, from Romania. And oh my gosh, when he was a puppy, you know, even now he's gorgeous. He just kind of a goofball. But you know, oh my gosh. Anyway back to females in heat. So why would you keep your female in heat? Like I said, unless you have a backup service dog, keeping a female in heat is a pain. If you're thinking of breeding, make sure you have two because don't be dragging your female in heat bleeding everywhere when she's grumpy and grouchy, okay? Bad things are gonna happen, bad training experiences, and she's not gonna like the work as being a service dog. Now, you can take these three weeks and kind of make them easy weeks, uh, you know, while she's in heat, and why would you wanna wait? Well, you know, you can look back on Gypsy's Instagram, which is um, with underscores, it's Gypsy Rose Service Dog. So Gypsy underscore Rose underscore service underscore dog. And she came into heat last, I want to say June. So if you look at pictures beforehand, uh, there's some of her in Rosie, the big white um, Great Pyrenees at Disney. So that would happen right beforehand. And her face, isn't as broad as what it is when she came into heat. Like really, as soon as she came into heat, her face broadened up. It was really neat. Um, But the hormones and stuff, you know, like it helps with growth. So you want to wait for at least one heat cycle. And if you can wait for one, wait until the second one. So the second one comes in at say about a year and a half old, right? That's how long gypsy, how old gypsy was. Uh, So if you can wait until then to, to spay them, that's better. If you can wait until they're at least two, that's the best. Okay. So that means... You'd have to wait through probably two heat cycles. Now, smaller dogs might come into heat more often, larger dogs into heat less often. It depends. Uh, So you do want to be prepared. Say we were going on a trip in six months, I might want to bring the doggy panties just in case, right? Have a backup plan in mind. But that's part of the drawbacks of having an intact female. But the good things are she's going to get all the hormones she needs for proper growth. Uh, she's going to be able to hormonally grow, right? That's huge. And like I said, for her, we got her, you know, with the idea too, to breed her to start our breeding program. Okay. But she wasn't going to be only. She was going to be one of two. Uh, Michelle says Oliver had a now and I left him at home because it was cold and I couldn't put his boots on. Yep nicole says in general obedience trials and agility do not allow females in heat at least not akc or ukc barn hunt does and so does confirmation my next puppy will be a girl and will be kept in tech longer so it'll be fun times with rio right well that's we're getting the male next because males usually grow taller right they're a little bigger and i need the height i'm over six foot tall i need as as tall as i can get for some light mobility um so yeah so we have those uh, now, we do have another question from Colleen here. Uh, my question is, I have a reactive service dog to other animals, deer, dogs, etc. She wants to greet them. How do I break this habit of hers? Colleen, does she want to greet them and say hello or greet them and rip their face off? So either way, it's the same thing. It's going back to training and getting her where she'll ignore them. Um, I, was, I haven't been on the computer all day. Um, Rich had to go to the dentist. He had to have a wisdom tooth pulled. And then we had some shopping to do with me limping around on my cane. Because of my knee, it was super fun. I came back, worked dogs. Our HVAC had gone out. Our AC went out on Friday night. (laughs) So we had um, a couple guys come out yesterday to give us a quote. We had a guy come out today. So then he was there. We got to work with that. And then we needed to shave Zoe. And then I did, I'm starting a new yoga workout thing. So I had to do that. And so I just, I had 10 minutes to Uh, play on the computer, and I was looking, and people were complaining about, you know, people wanting to say hi to the dogs and take pictures of the dogs and everything. Trust me, this all rotates right back to service dogs, but it's, people want to say hi to my dogs. My dogs have to ignore that, okay? So, people come up, and they're like, oh, my God, you got a cute doggy. Can I take his picture? Like, what's his name? All that stuff. If my dog looks to them, that's my problem, That's not their problem. That's not my dog's problem. That's my problem. I need to fix that. Okay. So what we do is we go back and we do focus work. And if you're like, I don't know what focus work is, guess what? If you join the How to Train Your Service Dog Facebook group, it's set up as an educational one. So we have something called units, like units of learning, U-N-I-T-S on the sidebar and you can choose that and there's a whole bunch of them that we have on there including focus so you can go through. It's also our focus intensive um, that you can just purchase. I don't know how much I have it listed at but it's one of our online courses as well. So it takes you through how to get that super focus out of your dog and we bring a dog from, you know, the house here with other, you know, with working on his own to working Disney with focus. So we can do it, you can do it. You just need to get your dog motivated the right way. Um, so, yeah, Colleen, it's going to take some training to get there, but it can happen pretty good, okay, if you put the work in. Now, here's the other thing. We get people who kind of just want their dog to magically be their service dog without training. Nope, it requires training. It requires a lot of training. Uh, usually what I'll tell people is five to ten minutes a few times each day. Now, the more you do, the better your dog's going to do. If your dog's having a bad day, keep it easy. Go outside and play with them. Do some structured play. Do a walk. Just pet up you know, have fun, don't stress out over it, but that means the next day, you need to get some good sessions in, okay, you can't just like, I'll just let it slide, no, you have to do it, and it's one thing, especially dog trainers, we get lazy about training our own dogs, because we have so many client dogs that we need to train, so at the end of the day, we're like, oh gosh, you're fine, I don't need to do you, and that is totally the wrong thing to do, you have five minutes to train your dog, so we've been working on some different things with Gypsy, some things I really want, and I can get impatient, um, which is why I can't wait to get a was because they're wicked smart with everything, uh, you know. So like they're usually moving faster than I am, <laughs> but I'm working on the center, and I want to do the center with the uh, forward. So that's what we're working on. Um, but I have been a little lazy, so we've been working on some other things like go to Target, um, touch and downs, you know, just so she has a good down tuck under, you know, some of the things that she knows. Because again, too, she's in heat and we want to make it fun uh terry says in heat cannot compete but if it's a confirmation show there will be bitches in heat so best to train the males also bitches in heat are allowed to compete in agility in europe Uh and colleen says the dog wants to say hello and it's so annoying so yeah like i said it's it's just it's the focus work to start with it's ignore them and watch me keep your eyes on me Or, like, not on me, but not on them. Like, I don't want my dog to see another dog and say, like, I need to go say hello. And that's actually one of the reasons, guys, when I get a puppy in, until they're about six months old, I don't have a ton of people say hello to the dog. Because I want the dog, first, a lot of times they hit a fear period around, mm, what, two, three, four months old. So I want them out of the fear period before I introduce them to people. So it's super fun and they don't need to say hello to everybody that they see. Common misconception. Socialization is not about saying hello to everybody. Socialization is seeing the environment and not being effective, okay, seeing different things. And Robin, my sister says Suzanne, Vicki Furby is watching. So Furby is her bird. Um, she, he is a big old cockatoo and uh, he's super cute, but apparently he doesn't like to have his picture or video uh, done and he'll, he'll shy away if he sees that she has the camera out. <laughs> okay so in heat so my service dog is in heat now what you just you have to plan around it uh so like i said we have it planned i'll bring some extra blankets along um in case she is still spotting a little bit we'll have them for the plane we'll have them for the rental car i'll have them for the hotel i'll have them for the um the training area that we're going to be in and it's a pain and i wish era was here more now than ever, because I would just leave her home and take him. And that was, like I said, that was always the plan until he ruined that plan. Uh, So if we can get the puppy, let's see, what's this, February, March, say April, May, we can get the puppy um, and get him started in training. You know, hopefully by the end of the year, I'll be set again, and this won't happen again. Hopefully. Now I'm already looking at IACP conferences in September. So if she is in heat or knocked up there yeah so i think Rue might get some a brush up on his training he won't be able to do next week but you know see how he is we washed him from service dog work because he'd rather be a pet dog and get to herd cows and horses or cows and horses cows and goats and chickens um but maybe if he gets back into it it'll be easier and he won't mind it as much because he still gets to do the fun stuff okay does that make sense yeah make sure you have a backup Make sure you have backup, anyway. It's just a lot easier. I mean, service dogs get hurt, um, they get injured, they're not feeling good, you know, and then you're up a crick. So get one trained up, and then start thinking of another. Okay. So next topic is how much free help. So you guys know I give a lot of free stuff away. We have the webinar, um, we put it up on. We have the podcast, we have the YouTube, we have the Facebook group called how to train your service dog. Uh, I, I do ask for questions for this, you know, like if you guys have questions now, go ahead and write them in the comments and I'll do my best to answer them. But guys, there are some things I cannot help you with, with a quick two minute answer. Okay, I can't, it's unethical, it's unreasonable, and there's a lot more to it. Okay. So while I want you to be familiar with us before you sign up for training with us, I want you to know us and love us and know that we're the right trainers for you. I can't answer everything. No, I had a woman, another trainer, actually, she had a nonprofit and she reached out to me. She does mobility, but she does never done medical alert training, diabetic alert. And she wanted to know how to do it. And I'm like, I can't tell you how to do it over Facebook Messenger, you know, it's on our online course, we cover it in detail there, go on there and and, and look, you know, sign up for the course, don't just, like, I'm not just going to give it to you, but, like, get on there and look, and she goes, how dare I, or actually, I told her to pay for a consult, pay for a, a video call, and we do a video call, or she can do the online course, and how dare I, how dare I want to charge her for this, I'm sorry, I can't, give away all my time. And this is one thing that I have been doing a lot of is answering people on Facebook Messenger, um, emails and everything else and trying to give them as much information as I can. And it's not fair. And it's not fair to you guys. It's not fair if you do have a question to not get the full in depth that that requires. And like I said, some things, it's easier to answer than others. So while yes, I try to give away as much help as I can. I can't if I can't give you everything, there's a reason for that. And it's not because I'm like, pay me. It's because it's I can't. Like, there's things that you have to give bits and pieces to. If I told you how to do the whole thing, uh, it's not going to happen. You're going to be confused. You're going to be lost. You're going to say, that trainer stinks. None of this stuff worked. Well, that's because it has to go in a certain order, okay? And it's it's something that, you know, you just, just can't, Okay. Um, Maddie says, Spider-Man is somewhere retired, but he's my backup now. And I totally get what you mean. I do a lot with one and I don't want them burnt. So I'll use the other one if I have a busy day. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So we were training gypsy and we had arrow. So I take her out with me as much as I could. And I remember once we went out, we did group class, came home, wanted to do a movie that night and she was done you know, she'd done group class and that means she did lunch and I want to go to the movie. So I took Arrow and oh my gosh, going from a puppy who needed all the training, right? To a dog who was fully trained. I'm like, this is so nice and relaxing. You know, I don't have to worry about anything. He knows exactly what to do. And it was great. Uh, You know, that whenever we had Roma and Gypsy and Arrow, I would just mix and match who I needed. So if I did one today, I'll do the other one tomorrow. And then maybe Arrow will get some special playtime in the yard. And then I'll take the girls out again. So it it was nice to be able to rotate, but when I'm feeling good, but when I'm not feeling good, it's nice to have the dog there that knows what to do. So luckily, uh, Gypsy's hitting that point where she knows exactly what to do, but she's still only a year and a half old. So, you know, well, yes, she is a fully trained service dog. Uh, and I consider her a fully trained service dog. I also believe that dogs are in training forever. I saw on one of the Facebook groups, somebody said, my dog finishes his training, is done training tomorrow. And I'm like, well, you might leave the trainers tomorrow. You might officially make him into a service dog tomorrow, but unless he's dying tomorrow, he's not done training tomorrow, he will be training for life. Okay, does that make sense? Um, Terry says, you give away tons, people are cheap and don't wanna pay for everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Maddie says she does give away tons. She's great. Thank you, guys. Here, I'm actually going to put those up on the screen, too, so people can see that I didn't just make it all up, because that's awesome. See? Because I'm cool. Thank you. Uh, Carolyn says, Romeo went to a dog trainer seminar last Sunday, and, of course, he was shaking and defecated on the stage. The guy worked magic with him and had him calmly standing next to him and introduced him to several tall several tall, large men in the audience. It was so impressive, I'll send you a video tomorrow when I get it from him, that's awesome, thank you, Carolyn. And Maddie says, training never stops, is something I live by. You, you do, and I know, Maddie, you're fantastic. But but it is, it, it never, ever stops, so there's always something. Uh, and it could be just brushing up and keeping it going, but what's training? Training, It does it happen every time you interact with your dog? Yeah, it really does you tell your dog to sit and he's like, I've never heard that word before, I'm not sitting, are you going to let it go or are you going to say, uh-uh, what did I just say? Right? Um, if you're playing with your dog and your dog brings you back the ball, are you going to pry it from his slobbery mouth and throw it before he jumps on you? Or are you going to get the ball, have him sit, wait, look at you, and then release and throw it? You know, what are you going to do with your dog? So if you're going to make sure your dog stays to those standards and increases them, then you're training your dog. If you're going to like let your dog do whatever and just then you're not. And why do you have a dog in the first place? Right. Uh, Nicole says, that's where I feel doc is. I tell you, Nicole, it is so nice whenever they're good. (laughs) And that's, oh, I miss, I I had said, I told my mom before uh, a couple months before Era passed away. I said, I don't want to get another Malinois. I don't think we can handle another Malinois in the future. Thinking that Era, we had six more years and then we'd be six years older, Rich and I, and that, I like, know. And, like, Gypsy's easy. She's very easy, which is really nice. Uh, so after Era died and I was looking at Ivan's pups and other breeders, she's like, well, remember what you told me. Remind you not to get a Malinois. Um, I've told her the same thing about the Border Collies. And I said, yeah, but I need one. And he wasn't supposed to die yet. So, yeah, it was hard. Maddie says, thank you. You're very welcome. Um... So that brings us to the third thing I wanted to talk about tonight. It might be a short night. Oh, wait, first, Carolyn says, my biggest thing is remembering Roma is a baby and I can't expect her to behave and act like Ava. I keep outing short and I bring her back home when she has had enough to ensure she's excited to go next time. And Carolyn, that is awesome. Because you know Roma isn't even 11 months old yet. Um, She turns one on March 23rd, I think, I think is her birthday. You have it, I don't. Um, it's March 23rd or February 23rd. Either way, she's not even one yet. Um, So she is, she's still a puppy. And, you know, we don't want to burn out. So we want to make sure that that it is that it's fun that she's looking forward to it. If you pull out the vest, and she's like, I don't want to do this. That's not going to be fun for anybody. Uh, So yeah, yeah, definitely. I love that. Nicole says, Doc does very well with his guide work and is awesome in public, still adding tasks, but he's a service dog to me and legally. Perfect. So when is a dog a service dog? Whenever, this is what I tell my clients, is whenever they can pass all the K9 Good Citizens, uh, pass the public access test, and has at least one good task. Okay, good task that benefits you out in public. If his task is waking you up um, in the morning, why are you taking him in the grocery store if that's his only task, you know? Excuse me. If his task is helping you unload the laundry machine, again, why do you need him out in public? If his task is waking you up from a nightmare, again, you don't need him out in public, okay? So you have to make sure that your task applies to, and this is something people don't always get and understand. So you want to make sure that your dog's task is, is something that will benefit you out in public. Um, so Nicole said here about um, his guide work. So if your dog has guide work and that's his task, perfect, you've got yourself a service dog. I guess a task, public access test, and the canine good citizens. That's what I tell people, and then you can think, you know, then you can consider your dog a service dog if you answer it truly. So if your dog is having issues with people, if your dog is having issues with crowds or kids or noise or cars or whatever you still have work to do. But I've also had clients who were like, well, she's still a service dog in training. And I'm like, no, he's a service dog. Well, he's in training. He will always be in training, like we just talked about. You can consider him a service dog. So she says, "Doc's two and a half years and Rio's still too goofy and needs more work on tasks and he's 14 months old. Oh yeah. So yeah. Okay, being positive. What we just talked about with the free advice and stuff, like it can get draining on me. It can, and it can get draining on anybody. Uh, Facebook can get draining on me. That's why I'm like an Instagram a whole bunch, just because Instagram has cute pictures, and I like to look at it. Okay, but I try to be positive, and that's what I'm going to be working on this week. And I hope that you guys join me with this. You know, we've had. I uh, things the last couple of weeks for you guys to work on with your dog to see how your dog progresses with it. And I'm hoping you guys join me in this this week with being positive. So I'm going to tell you, I was at Duke Ferguson's workshop in Jacksonville the first weekend in February. And we were staying at the same hotel and I was riding him and in, um, in his dog uh, Nitro back and forth, you know, with me and Gypsy to the training center that we were at and to the hotel. And in the morning we stopped and got Starbucks. And one of the things Duke said to me, and it was the funniest thing, he said, I kind of hope some idiot pulls up behind us and honks. Why? He says, so I can pay for their drink. He said, you know, I love to find somebody who's having a bad day and help them. And if he's coming up and honking, he's clearly having a bad day. So, you know, like maybe he won't have a bad day if somebody buys him his breakfast. So I said, okay. You know, it sounded weird. It took some time to soak in. But how many times if somebody honks, are you going to be like, that son of a, and so then his mood is going to affect your mood, right? And we don't want that. You want more positivity out there, not less. Like I said, which brings to the, what else we talked about earlier, uh, you know, when I'm out in public and people stare at my dog and take pictures of my dog, I don't like it. And I yell at them. No, just train your dog more to ignore it. You know, be positive. If somebody asks me to take a picture of my dog and I'm feeling good, if they ask me, I'll pose her and she'll get a really good picture, or he, they will get a really good picture of her. Uh, and, and it's fun, you know, I don't mind it. I've known people who they were setting up their dog to get a picture and someone comes by to take a picture and they just kind of move the dog and get get in their way. And I'm like, that's just kind of rude. Yes, it's rude to take pictures without asking, but you know, how how can you bring positivity out there? Okay, I try to share funny stuff on the Dream Dogs page. Uh, I share a lot of stuff that I don't create just because I like it. It makes me laugh, so I figure hopefully you guys will like it and laugh too. Um, so, so we'll do those. Uh, you know, we'll talk to people and try to help them out with answering questions on which of our programs is right, or questions about service dogs or dogs in general. Uh, we had somebody today ask which breed is best, and yesterday I get a lot of that: which breed is best for what? What are you doing with your dog? You know. I like Goldens and Labs and Standard Poodles, but it also depends on color. And, uh, and like I said, I've got the Dobie in right now. Well, Dobe Malin what mix, and I really like him. Like, I really like him. Um, so, you know, it, it depends on the dogs. I've had other dogs in that I'm like, wow, that's a lot of dog. <laughs> you know, uh, let's see if we can get this channeled in the right direction. And we've had dogs in who, you know, I just, I tear up when it's time for them to go. And I hope that we see them in the future. And a lot of times we do, you know, they'll come back for training, they'll come back for boarding, they'll come to group classes so we get to still see them. But I know that it's best for the dog because instead of being one of many, they're only dogs or one of two. And it's so much better for the dog. So, you know, you've got to think positive and be positive and put that positivity out there in the world uh, to help you, to help everybody, to make your life easier, right? Uh, One of the things I like to listen to is Zig Ziglar. And he's a motivational speaker. And uh, he said something. I think it was him. And it clicked with me. And it was, uh, if you're talking to a liar, why would you expect them not to lie? If you're talking to someone who steals things, why would you expect them not to steal from you? And it's true. Like, you can't go and change other people. But you can change yourself. Okay? And try to be the positivity that you want from the world and have a positive mindset, then it makes things a lot easier. So instead of, you know, worrying about, am I going to have problems with uh, with Gypsy on the plane? Am I going to have problems with her at the airport? Am I going to have problems with her, you know, at the car place? Nope, I'm not going to worry about that at the hotel. Nope, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Super positive mindset, right? Makes things a lot easier. It really does. Uh, And instead of looking for trouble, right, look for the good in it, okay? You guys have any comments? Because I am winding down. Um, So I told you Rich went to the dentist. I went to the doctor yesterday. I just had a a checkup schedule, you know, like a check-in, three-month check-in. And uh, my knee had been killing me. (laughs) It hurt so bad. And it's uh, a thing from when I was 11 or 12 years old. I'm playing basketball up in Connecticut, a girl ran into me and my kneecap popped out and I was diagnosed with a floating kneecap. I was put on crutches and told to ice it and, you know, wear a knee brace. And it was one of those full on knee braces that did nothing. So then I got one that had like a wishbone in it to help stabilize the kneecap. It got so flipping hot and I couldn't bend my knee the whole way when I'm wearing it. I hated it, but I used it. I've used different knee braces throughout the years. It was always the fun thing is finding new knee braces to try because I didn't like any of them. I do like kinesio tape. So I started that whenever my shoulder was sore from who knows what, dogs. Um, And I'll tape up my knee. There's different tapes. So we had to go to Disney on Friday. We had two guys. We had to go to Disney. It was so much fun. And we brought Teddy with us. And so we, I taped up my knee and went, oh, my knee was so sore the whole time. I'm hobbling through the park. We didn't walk too much. I mean, probably got a couple miles in, but we didn't like lap the park a few times and it was studios, which is the smallest one. Um, and we parked in the handicap section. So, you know, like I tried to do as little walking as possible, but Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning, oh my gosh, my knee was in such pain. I'm limping through the house. I'm trying not to move. I'm, I had my laser wrap on it. I had my ice pack on it. Not at the same time. I'm putting essential oils on it and it hurts so bad. So when I went to go see her, she sent me to get x-rays. She gave me prednisone and she said to keep off of it. So I picked up. Um went to Walgreens to get the prescription and the canes were on sale, buy one, get one half price. So I ended up getting two of them. So we got those and so I've been um, still laser running it and icing it, it's icing right now. Um, but guess what, it's doing a lot better, so I'm very happy. But that also means when I go to the airport, I'm gonna have my, my check bag, cause I'm checking a bag, my personal item to carry on, which is my purse tote, gypsy and a cane. <laughs> I have to use it for two weeks. So that means I have to use it until I get back from the trip. So I'm like, oh gosh, that's going to be fun. But you know, positive, we're going to stay positive. It'll be an adventure like none I've ever had. <laughs> okay. So we got some comments here. Joy says when training your service dog with Victoria, you get much more than what you pay a lifetime of support. Joy and her husband were down a couple of weeks ago looking and they were down in the area. So they caught up and stopped in and they got to come see the baby goats and pet them and play with them. And we are still waiting on freckles to have her baby uh, for goats. It's three weeks between when they come into heat and then they're only in heat for like a day or two. So my guess is I leave, I fly out, I think around 1230 on Friday. I have a feeling that's whenever she's going to have her babies, <laughs> which means I'll just get to see pictures of them for 10 days. And that's killing me, man. I, uh, Carolyn says, vitamin C helps with inflammation and healing. Hope it feels better soon. Thank you, Carolyn. I think I might have some vitamin C in the house. I'm going to write it down to vitamin C for my knee and for rich. Uh, and Maddie says, where do you like to sit when you go to a movie? I'm used to my chihuahua being on my lap, but now I have the lab. You do. So where I like to sit when we go is I like the very first row or if it's like stadium seating. Um, so we go to, there's a couple theaters that we've hit. Um, one of them has you go in and there's like the floor seating and then it's stadium behind you, but it's like a row that goes the whole way across. Sometimes I'll sit there, but I really like the very front row. Now we've also had them with the very front row. You're looking up like this and it's too much. Everything's out of perspective. We did that with the Jurassic world. I think it was the last Jurassic park movie. and It was so weird to watch that way. We should have moved back some. Um, so I do like to sit on the floor. Um, I like ideally, I really like, sitting in the handicap spots because they have the spot for the wheelchair so my dog can go there and just stretch out a little bit more. Um, Roma, Carolyn, Roma's first movie was, oh, it was with The Rock. Um, It was one with a skyscraper and a fire and The Rock was in it um, last year. I don't know what it was called, but we had movie pass, so we could go for free, right? So we go, and I don't like heights, and I don't like fire movies, and this one was uh, fire and a skyscraper, but but she puts her little paws up on my lap, and she's like, I want to watch the previews, and I'm like, no, honey, you have to get down, but I'll let you watch your previews for, you know, a minute, so you can see what's going on, and she goes, okay, I'll just sit here and watch the previews the whole time, it's The Rock, and I like The Rock, and I'm like, Grandma, no, honey, you have to get on the ground, so she, she lied down, now, she was smaller, you know, at the time, she was, what? She left at six months old, so she's probably around four or five months old at this point. So she just curled up in a ball beside me. Um, and like I said, I think that was one of the handicapped spots. Um, but yeah, that's what I look for for the movies is front row or because then I don't like to sit in a normal row. Why don't I like to sit in a normal row? Because if I have to get up for anything, there's going to be people on either side. If I'm sitting in the middle area and if I'm sitting on one of the ends, there's people who are going to want to get by me. And that's annoying because then you have to say, nope, service dog, nope, you can't walk by me, nope, stop it. And it's just, it's rude. So if I sit in the very front row, there's a ton of space and no one else wants to sit in the front row. Everyone wants to sit in the back in the stadium seating, right? So I'll sit in the front row all by myself. And I make Rich and Luke sit there with me. Um, or like I said, if there's a big row so people don't have to squeeze by, I'll sit there and just have them tuck underneath my legs or curl up beside me, depending on if there's an empty spot for a wheelchair beside me or if there's not. But yeah, see how that goes, Maddie. Uh, Maria says, I get more nervous taking Cooper to the vet and I know he senses it, oh, he does. So uh, what I would do for Cooper, whenever you do take him to the vet, because he is muscle trained, is tell him it's gonna be super fun. And tell him afterwards if he's a really good boy, you'll stop and get him a McDonald's or an ice cream cone or whatever he likes, you know? He can stop him pick out his favorite toy at the toy shop, you know, or you'll play ball with him extra. Um, so, so try that, uh, we have another client whose dog is Mac and he was having problems with the vet. So she had trazodome or something they had given her to kind of take the edge off. Uh, what we do also with going to the vet is we do name and explain for everything. So if they come in, right. And they're going to examine. So they're going to put the, this little circle thing. This is a stethoscope. Okay. She's going to put the stethoscope on your chest. Okay, now she's going to put it on your back. Good, 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 good. Okay, it's on your back. She's going to listen. Okay, now she's going to, you know, look in your ear. Good, 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 good. Look in the ear, okay? Um, She's going to stick the thermometer in your butt, okay? So you know where your butt is. So here we go. Good, 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 good. Okay, just wait. Just wait. Good. Keep it steady. Okay, now it's all done. Uh, When it's time for shots, sometimes I give them, like I gave Arrow his shots because he was much more comfortable with it. Um, But sometimes I didn't it's not him, it's me. Uh, But if you have the, maybe you can can get the terazinome. Because you are worried about what he's going to do. He's going to show him his belly and be like, look how cute I am. I'm the best corgi in the world. Um, But yeah, just um, have a drink before you go. (laughs) No, uh, if he does good, you know, um, Maria, you're a golf pro it's all about um I know i've never golfed really i've done mini golf putt putt. but isn't it all about you know all the, when the pressure's on you still have to be cool right and not worry about things that's what you got to do there is the pressure's on but you need to remain cool right and then, and when he's doing it just like i am not going to be worried about this i'm not going to be concerned And you're going to be positive, right? He is going to be amazing. This is going to be the best vet experience ever. He is going to go in there. And instead of worrying about the things that could happen bad, just like gypsy on a plane. God, there better not be snakes on a plane. Just like gypsy on a plane, I'm not thinking about the worst thing that's going to happen. I'm thinking about the best thing that's going to happen. She's going to get on that plane. She's going to down at my legs right there. She's going to go to sleep. And she's going to sleep while we're taking off. And if she's awake, I'm going to bridge her. Um, what can I do to make sure she's comfortable? Well, I have some of those yak chews. So I'll put one couple of those in in case she needs those. Um, she hasn't flown since she was eight weeks old. She didn't have a problem then. Hopefully she won't have a problem now. She doesn't have a problem on any of the rides at Disney. I've done everything I can to prep her for it. So we're going to get on. She's going to be great. She's going to be super duper and it's going to be great. Okay. So think positive. Cooper and I are going to get to the vet. They're going to have me signed in. They're going to have a sit down and there's not going to be any other dogs around. And if so, I'm just going to stand on his leash so he doesn't get to go say hi to them or anything. They're going to tell me to weigh him and I'm going to put him, I'm going to tell him place and he's going to get on there and it's going to be amazing. Then they're going to show us back to the room. And then I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to bring his ball along. So while we're sitting there in the room and no one else is there, because sometimes I make you wait a few minutes, I'm just going to play ball with him, right? Like, just, just look forward to it whenever you're done. If the weather's cool enough or if you have like an auto run on your car, load him into the car, get it running. We live in Florida, AC, right? You need to have the car running. Um, Get him in the car, get him running and come back and pay the bill. So you don't have to stand there with him getting all squirmy with other dogs there just to pay the bill. Like put him out in the car, pay the bill or have him get the bill ready, leave him, you know, in the room or something and pay the bill. But I like to put him in the car first. Uh, but just be positive. Just think this is what's going to happen, and it's going to be amazing. So then you can text me and tell me how it went. Um, Cheryl says, oh, well, hopefully she has them soon for the goats. Yep. Uh, Jen says, my service dog Susie loves going to the movies. So she stays on the floor, of course, but there's some sitting that's raised up a bit in the second section with a railing. I can put my feet up so she can watch a movie from the down position, um, but still have that squeeze by people problem. Yep. So we had movie pass for... Over a year, we got um, last Black Friday, not this past, what would that be, 2018, but 2017 Black Friday, they had it for like 90 bucks for the year. So all three of us got movie pass for a year, and that meant we could see unlimited movies in the beginning. Uh, So we went to go see the Star Wars, the last Star Wars one, not the Han Solo one, but um, what was it, episode eight? We went to go see that, I think about four times. It was Gypsy's first movie. Uh, It was so much fun because I've never seen a movie like four times like that. So we did that, and then they started getting weird that you can only see so many movies a week. Oh, now it's you can only see these movies at these times. It was never anything good. So for the last probably four months, we didn't see anything, and then we just canceled it on Pass. But it was sad because it was great, especially for the service dogs in training, because I'm not gonna take a dog into a movie until I know they can sit through it if I'm paying 10 bucks a person for going to the movie. Uh, so now I don't take service dogs and training to the movies anymore. I leave that up to the owners. I'll take them out to eat. I'll take them to Disney. But I, I'm not going to sit through a two-hour movie if they're going to sit there and whine at me, which they shouldn't be. But it's dark. It's loud. Weird things happen. Um, it's not him. It's me. Yep. Fake it. Till you make it while he's there, says Maddie. Yep. And Terry says, chewing gum will mask your breath. Convince yourself that he will be fine. And Maria says, thanks. Be positive. You got it. And um, Maddie says positive affirmations. So exactly. So we want everything to be positive. (laughs) Terry says find a dollar theater. So there was one in Wisconsin when we lived there. And I think it was like $2 theater. And that was back in the 90s. And that was nice. And then Gainesville had a second run movie theater. And I believe it was $2 there. So we would go there quite a bit. I'd take service dogs in training there. We'd go there. And then they closed it down for repairs, and they never did the repairs, and I heard it was really, really, really bad. Um, But I don't know of any around here. Uh, There's not that many theaters. So what we do, actually, when we take them to Disney, there's some, like, 10-minute movie segments, you know, like, that are, like, rides that you could go on. Um, So we'll do that. So we did that with, uh, in the Star Wars area at Studios on Friday. One of the things that we did is we sat through one of the 10 minute Star Wars movie things uh, on the Star Wars Experience or something. And we had um, Teddy with us and we had Sammy with us. Uh, we had Vlad with us, but they weren't there for that part of it. And they both did amazing. So after seeing that, I really don't think a movie would be any problem for them. Um, so yeah. And, you know, we got the pass holders to Disney, we're pass holders to Universal. So if we go there and we're there for an hour, I'm fine with it. You know, we can just go there and just work dogs out in the drag. You know, we don't have to do rides. Or we can do that and eat as Rich likes to do. Um, But, yeah, thank you, Terry. Thank you, everybody, who who chimed in tonight. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, It's always better when there's some interactions, okay? So I'm going to go. It was two weeks ago that the last goat had her baby. So I'm going to go out there and maybe the third one surprised us tonight. I doubt it. Um, And my ice pack isn't as icy anymore. Uh, so I'm going to go and see what Rich and Luke are up to uh, take the dogs out and work them maybe they're last, no they're going to another work tonight uh, but I hope you guys have a fantastic week, now remember I'm not going to be here next week because I will be in Missouri at Bart Ballon Silver School with Gypsy uh, so I will be there so I'm not doing a webinar next Tuesday but plan on one two weeks from today and you'll get to hear about what I learned, not everything because it's five days, I'm not going to be able to condense 40 hours plus of dog training into a one hour-ish webinar, but I'm sure everything that I learned is going to seep into all of my training, right? Because that's, that's why we do these things. I don't go so I can say, this is stupid. I go so I can learn, right? And that's why everyone goes and does stuff. At least that's why everyone should. So how can you get in touch with us? Our main website is dreamcanine.com. That's D-R-E-A-M the letter K and the number nine.com. You can also find us at how to train your service dog. That's our podcast. That is our Facebook group. And that is our .com is our online courses. All of our online courses, even the pet stuff is all on how to train your service dog. Okay. So if you remember dream K9 and how to train your service dog, you're going to be set. So Mary says, have a safe trip. Thank you. Kathy says, we'll miss you. Have fun. Thank you. And Maddie says, heck yeah. And I'm hoping um, maybe I can get somebody on the podcast. I'm going to just do a special podcast episode that's not also a Facebook Live, but we'll see what happens. Okay. So I will catch you guys later. Have a super end of February and beginning of March. And remember guys to